This episode is brought to you by HP Instant Ink. No one is reading your mind, but HP Instant Ink knows when your printer is running low and sends new cartridges before you run out. So you never have to think about ink. For details, visit hp.com slash instant ink Spotify. Conditions apply. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Ninth Realm, an Age of Sigmar podcast brought to you by FrontlineGaming.org, where we do lots of stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna, I just mixing it up. <laughs> I'm mixing it up. Everyone was waiting for it, but I didn't. Yeah, I know. I, I was waiting. So here we are, uh, episode 28 of the Ninth Realm, and joining us again is Scott. He is a de facto co-host. Awesome, de facto. I like yeah. that word. Yes. I'll look it up later. You are also the most experienced Age of Sigmar right. player. We needed some uh, legitimacy. You, well, you mean nearby, not period. <laughs> well, it's of the three of us here, okay. Jason and I were playing a ton, but then yeah. with, with the move of the business and the LVO, right. uh, we have not been able to play as much as we would like, although we did just plan right. an Age of Sigmar Friday night fight coming up this Friday. This Friday? This yes. Friday. Who'd you sucker into that? Uh, I don't know. It was a handsome man named Scott. Oh, can't be me then. Use word <laughs> handsome. What other Scots around here? It's a, it's it's gonna be a, a real gallant versus uh, goofus. Gallant that? versus goofus. Yeah. Okay. So Scott's the gallant. Frankie's Frankie's the goofus. goofus. Goof. Yeah. Oh, he's not even here to defend himself. That's no. just, the what are you best doing? Time to make fun of people. Oh, right? that's how I do it. Isn't that, <laughs> right? isn't that the way you do it behind, behind their, their backs? backs? Well, we are talking about Zinch, so that is somewhat uh, appropriate. It is. It is. Talk about Zinch. So uh, just to to finish up that that topic, we will be having a Friday night fight. Uh, on our Twitch channel, live streamed, and it will be Frankie Stormcast Eternal Army versus Scott's... Uh, Probably the Night Hunts. That's what I have painted. Yeah, you want to paint hunt. it. Yeah. Uh, that's going to be a lot of fun, and we are trying out some new cool stuff we added to our stream for the Las Vegas Open, and we want to try it out prior to the event, so please be sure to join us, because that'll yeah. be a lot of fun. Sounds good. It's going to be fun, and that, that'll be uh, Friday, the day after this is released. So what's today? The 18th? So the 20th? Yep. So Friday the 20th at, do we know the time yet? We, 5? 5 p.m. 5 p.m. Pacific 5 PM. Standard Time. Yep, 5 p.m. Standard Time. San Diego Time. Standard Time. So that'll be a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, and it's really cool. We have, hopefully it works, but we have a John Madden-style draw-on-the-screen tool that we Ooh. got. So that All should right. be a lot of fun. So the, the shoutcasters can go, these guys here are going right. over here. Uh, I think it's going to add a lot to the viewing experience. Plus, Mariana worked really hard. Uh, Jason, you helped yeah, a lot do. on the uh, on the over the overlay. Uh, it should Have be I? a lot of fun. That wasn't me. Did she do it all? Or? It was no. all her. Somebody helped her with that. <laughs> it wasn't me. She's talented. I'll take it though. She is talented. I'll take it. She well, is you are you are senior, I guess. So I just take credit. I just all I do is I insert my name in a lot of places, and then eventually it's just like you remember. Oh, didn't Jason I worked that this? job? Yeah. Somebody put their name in on everything. I think Jason helped with that. I'm like, yeah. yeah. Jason has a plaque on his desk that says, the book does not stop here. No. Keep passing. <laughs> Keep, Keep it passing going. Left. Keep Pass it going. Pass to the left. Yep. So at any rate, we are today going to, do, to talk about Disciples of Zinch. It is the right. new battle tome in route from yep. Games Workshop. And you can get that from Frontline Gaming at 25% off right now. Yes. It's being released. Uh, the official release date is this weekend, the 21st, 21st, which is Saturday. Uh, yep. So you can still get it at our pre-order uh, special, which is 25% off. Um, also some cool kits. Um, I think it's really appropriate that this is being released on the day after the inauguration 
of new President Donald Trump. So just like Trump, what are you, what are you trying Zinch to say? is going to make the realms red change. again. Great. Oh, yeah. green okay. on change. There you go. So that I, would be a good slogan. They should yeah. have done that. I don't. I don't think American the guys politics doesn't. Yeah, GW really care all that much. No. It would have been funny though to have a poster with like a Lord of Change with like a red hat. Make the realms making great the realms again. Great again. Oh, making the realms great again. Well, Mariana is pretty good with the Photoshop. I think we can make that. We happen. can probably make it happen. <laughs> I don't think the guys at Games Workshop. HR or you know the PR people thought it would be a good idea. Yeah, they probably we don't have the away. same issues. They probably stay away from yeah. American politics. So, <laughs> so yeah, the big uh, thing coming in is they've got a book uh, for your fluff side coming out, mm -hmm. um, City of Secrets. So uh, I just want to yeah. interrupt really quick. I'm looking at the battle tomes that was released on their community page. I'm not seeing points on there. Is that in? Is that going to be a separate mm. release? Uh, no, it should it's be, be in the, in the book, but, but it's also the... on the app right now, which got is where it. I put in the. Got it. You notice I put a little notes in there so we we know what we're uh Yeah, we have, pointing we out. have it in our notes. So we'll be saying the points here when we talk about these war scrolls. So um, yeah, they're they're getting forward with the, the city to get the fluff going. Right. The free people have moved out. It's been who knows how long. They're maybe a hundred years, maybe two, maybe less. But the free peoples are out, they're setting up cities, they're doing trade again. Mm -hmm. And of course, anytime you have cities, you have cultists. Right. And that's where this book kind of comes in talking about... And you're talking about The Legends of Age of Sigmar, City of Secrets, which is a yep. book by uh, Nick Horth, uh, an author from the Black Library. Um, and that is a book that's also being released this weekend from the Black Library in conjunction with the Battle Tome and the, the kits. I want, the to, uh, I want to jump in and say that the Acolytes are such an amazing kit. And they don't skip the gym uh, in no. between studying. no. No, these guys are book in one beef. hand and a yeah. barbell on the other. Right, right. These yeah. guys are ripped. These guys are yoked. As most humans are in that fantasy setting. Yeah, not the free peoples. No. Those guys are very normal looking. Yeah. <laughs> those, guys, well, those guys eat a lot of chickens. They're, they're still from the old world. And, yeah. You know. Yeah, those. All the new world people, they're. They haven't gotten on this realm's uh, weightlifting plan. No. I guess, well, this is the I'd be like, I'd be like, oh, how are we ever going to figure out who's a cultist? Go yeah. to the gym. <laughs> or, yeah. Or, like, hey, this guy, I'm not a little worried about this guy. It's just a guy who's just a completely ripped. But he's just, also, like, reading some, like, yeah. crazy occult book. I'm like, I think hmm. he is a good uh, possibility. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's not it's not Fred over there wearing one boot. <laughs> Missing you know, all yeah, his teeth. One tooth. So the men in black method. Yeah. Yeah. That girl there is up to some serious problems. She's in this neighborhood with that book at this yeah. time of night. Yeah. yeah, right, when Will Smith shoots the kid. God, I shoots hope. the kid. I hope we get some cool free people. I, I love the models, but I am kind of tired of like the regiments just having, it's like a guys with like one boot and you know, yeah, a hat. A, a tooth. Yeah. 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 <sighs> it looks, it's pretty funny. Uh, but uh, on to the Disciples of Zinch. Yep. It looks yeah. pretty incredible. Should we zip through some more of these uh, War Scrolls? I think we should, we could start looking at the War Scrolls. So not everything is being released this weekend. We should say that the, the caveat here, there are a couple kits yeah. being released um, rob and eddie said that the next several weeks uh and that was in the podcast wednesday morning or mm -hmm. podcast their twitch cast in the morning they they right. mentioned more than once that in the next couple of weeks all of it'll be out so they couldn't do it all at once they're doing mm -hmm. it in phases and they said specifically the gores are the next phase so nice. if they can be believed and i hope they can next uh pre uh pre-release or pre-order will be your gores. Cool. This is why we have Scott on the show. Cool. Scott, well, I was Scott I was watches just, this. I was just talking to Rob and Eddie yesterday. <laughs> and we just talked to them on the phone. 
uh, well, I mean, I'm not like I'm super cool or anything. We're coordinating for the LVO. They're getting ready to come over. Right. They're yeah. super excited. Yeah, they talked about that uh, Wednesday morning too. Nice. Nice. Yeah, they're pumped. Like, well, for me, it was fun. Wednesday afternoon because right. I can't do it in the morning now. I'm but you know what, Reese? I think what they did for the Acolytes is that all they did is they just modeled those off of Rob. Rob does look like a Viking. Yeah, Rob, Rob and um, Andy. Yeah, Andy I think is, they just, Andy's yoke. They just looked at them and they're like, okay, like we're going to use those as the models. <laughs> Andy Smiley yeah. is a Black Library writer that's coming yeah, over. But he's also like a bodybuilder. Yeah, yeah, he used to fight like in like actual like... like Really? Like bare knuckle boxing. Oof. Like after work, like like Fight Club. So yeah. no rule disputes with him? I, no. I wouldn't. No, I wouldn't no, no, no. Let, him get, let him go with it. That's why that works? Yeah. Oh, all right. Yeah. If he, <laughs> he says if he says he rolled that six... He's a tremendous. Of course he did. Let him roll that. He's yeah. a tremendously nice guy, and Jason apparently has read some of his fiction. I have. Oh yeah, it. yeah. He yeah. said he's really. He like it. Yeah. I tried to talk to him at Adepticon, but every time I looked, he was doing push-ups or something. Like that. <laughs> Damn it. I hope Andy listens to yeah. this. <laughs> Slaps. Can't talk to him. Um, but anyway, the, the Carrick Acolytes look really, really cool. They're kind of, I, I wouldn't say they're your standard light infantry, even though they have the stats. Mm-hmm. Each one of them has a missile weapon that can shoot, like they can like throw a, like a sorcerer's bolt. Yep. And then they have a melee weapon. That's um, That makes them a really, really good troop. Yeah, and they're all these units are mixed units. So you can have guys with shields and yeah. guys with paired weapons and a guy with a longer weapon. Um, they have special, they have like a heavy weapon upgrade. Like one in three guys can take the curve, the curse blade. Yeah, it's, uh, it says here. Yeah, it's cool. And then you can give them a, a shield. Oh, they just have an arcane shield. Oh, cool. No, they, you, know, you give them the arcane shield as the guy with the shields, and they get a six up. What would have been a ward save? So after you fail, you roll, and you can just ignore the damage. Got and it. Six up. Got it. And you can mix it up. Right. And since you can pick who takes the hits, you choose them first. Right. To suck up as much damage as possible, and then put the heavy blades and. Uh, well, I want to know what the bird does. So is this the, uh, their the six up save is always a ward He's save? He's a, a anti uh, caster kind of guy. So when somebody casts a spell. So it's uh, yes, within I should 18 read. inches on a roll of a five, five or more. Up. The wizard suffers one mortal, mortal wound as soon as the spell's effects have been resolved. Wow, that's really good. And you can have one of those out of every 10. So if you feel 20, you've got two of them right. to try and make that roll. And then you just sick the bird on the wizard and kill him. Right. I like it. Yeah, and the guy with the scroll, uh, you can get one of those for every 10 as well. And he um, buffs up their uh, sorceress bolt to, to 18, 18 inches. inches. So, I mean, the Sorcerer's Bolt hits on a five, wounds on a four. It's not the greatest, but it's most of these units don't have, aren't good in melee with a ranged weapon, right? Like, this is a melee unit that has a, like, minor shooting attack. So Right, but you can bu- you can boost their to-hit roll if they're within nine inches of a Zinch Wizard. And then they, get, yep. they go up to a four-four. Four, That's four. a really good And unit. if you have big units of them. Now, these are, um, these are not the cheapest models in the game. No? In it's terms of money or points? 10. Points. Oh, points, points. They're 14 points apiece. Oh, yeah, that is a little expensive. Yeah. But you know what? You get. I think you get what you pay for. Yeah. And they're, they're absolutely rad models. Well, I mean, I'm paying for orcs 100 points for 10. So, so 10 points 40 apiece. more, and they get to chuck a bolt. And and they get a ward save. Right. Well, the guys with the shield, or they can take two weapons, and one guy gets to have a, a big, a Rend 1 yeah. version of their weapon. Yeah, and these guys are missile troops and melee. And yeah. again, missile troops are infinitely more valuable. Gives you something to do on the way in. Yep. And then well, you Always can keep doing it valuable. in melee, too. Yeah. And yeah. these guys are core? Uh, yes. I'm not sure. I, I believe battle, so. battle line. I, keep, I battle believe line. they're going to be battle line. I, like I said, I watched the cast this morning, or Wednesday morning, and it. Yeah. They, that, yeah, they're the part of the battle line. Um, okay. 
the the next unit is the org the augroid augroid thaumaturge thaumaturge get your lips around that one thaumaturge right. be yeah. a he is such a cool model. It is. I love yeah, this Yeah, coming model. in at 160, he has eight wounds, a five-up save. He heals one every hero phase of yours. Oh, cool. And has a spell which uh, generates horrors. Nice. So when he does damage, he can uh, generate horrors equal to the uh, damage done. Oh, and those are free models. Those aren't ones that come out of your pool, right? Um, no, they're probably going to end up coming out of your pool. I was okay. trying to get that... that feel from when they were talking about it in the stream and so you may not want to actually do that match play because if you're gonna to have to pay for the few that come popping out it's not a full scroll so you're paying full points for a half unit fair enough i mean what you may want to do is just because it does d6 mortal wounds you may just want to use that that's still really good I mean, like i don't summon any because i don't have any reserve points yeah and i'm hoping in in the tome when it comes out the battle tome they actually kind of answer some of these are those freebies i'm going to get or do i pay for them because right now you'd pay for them they're okay. a brand new unit so you have to pay Fair brand enough. new unit costs but some of them you don't pay the points like when zombies use their banner that's free. right and that's later they um one of the other guys he casts something that brings out zangors he transforms the uh, enemy into zangors and if you're near a Zangor unit, they just join the unit. So they're considered re or replenishing that unit. Got it. So it would be the same mechanics. So you wouldn't pay for them. But if he creates them out on their own, it sounds like you're going to have to pay for them out on their own. Got it. So if a unit of three pops up because you did three damage, took out three models, you're going to have to pay for a full scroll. Got it. But I guess I'm hoping they kind of address that because a lot of people aren't going to do it if I'm paying. I'm not sure, though, a like full if you have to three. pay for because you're only doing. What you you do D six mortal wounds? Uh, so I, not... I have to set aside the points if I'm bringing back any model with the the ring of immortality and stuff like that. Anything unique hitting the table right now? That's kind of the way it's worded. I, and that's I'm, why I'm, I'm hoping. Fine. I'm fine with up. that. Like I mean, just keep right. some points in reserves. Right. Yeah. Or just don't use the, just do the damage. Or if they make it clear that if you put that hundred and whatever points aside, I think it's hundred and sixty for the Zangors, hundred and eighty. Um, if they put those points aside, then that's fine if you can actually bulk up that unit. So I put three here, three there, three there. Oh, I used my 10. Now I have to dig into another set of points. Right. That would be good. Rather than, I put out three and I wasted all those points. I might as well save I them think, for when I can get a full unit. I honestly think this is going to have to be something that's addressed in the next edition of General's Handbook because they have more and more of these units coming out with these that abilities. More units and, and it's just so confusing. And I know when they came out with the General's Handbook, they had to address summoning in a way because it was just too powerful the way they had written it for the original page. Right, right. Then they had to address it, right? I know they had to address it. But I think they went too it went to a, a too far in one certain direction of like, okay, you actually have to set aside your points for this. But then they kept coming out with things that would that summon you to summon more things. Well, and then everyone's like, well what do you do? And then they're like, oh well then you still have to set aside points. It's it's just now it seems like they 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 made a decision but then forgot that they had made that decision when they started creating more new right. units. Right. Well, it works and, fine for, for yeah. if you're going to summon a full unit of 10 and something right. like that. It's it's kind of, are you going to, as a competitive player, going to want to drop three gores down and pay for a full right. unit of exactly. 10 in the process? And that needs to be addressed. I feel or, like. you know, yeah. when your pink horrors are dying and you're putting out blue horrors, if they're not matching groups right. of 10, do you want to really spend right. the points for six of them rather exactly. than 10 of them? Or, or one, maybe. You're right. That's true. It could always uh, be. So, well, it's always going to be two. You kill a pink core, you get two. Right. Okay. But, I mean, uh, those are all really good points. Uh, back to Mr. Ogroid. Ugh. He's also a beast in melee. Yeah. He's a bunch of attacks. Some of them do D3 or just three damage. 
Ren one, Ren two. He, he's really quite, quite good. Yeah. Yeah. When he once he gets past five wounds suffered, he starts doing more damage. Right. And less casting. Mm-hmm. He takes a hit to one and a bonus to the other, which is kind of neat. Yeah, and he does mortal wounds on the charge. Yeah. He yeah. is really good. Mighty bulk there. He comes really right in, slams into him. Uh, then we got the old Gaunt Summoner of Zinch, and this is obviously from the Silver Tower. Yeah, well, um, and it, it is now in a, a plastic um, clam pack that is being right. released this weekend, even though it was previously released in a plastic clam pack on a disc for uh, during the right. um, during the, um, the what's it called release the, the, the Vanguard yeah release. So it's a new one, but it's a little bit cheaper than the one on the disc. Yeah, and he uh, is a very powerful sorcerer. Yep, he gets to throw two spells, I believe. Um, he can attempt to cast two different spells in turn. So he gets his Infernal Flames. And that's one thing with the uh, Battle Tome coming out. You're going to get new spells to add to these guys. So that one, he only has one spell. You're not going to end up running out of spells with casters. You'll actually be able to give them things to do. I like his, uh, his sword. He stabs you and you start mutating uncontrollably. uncontrollably. Mm-hmm. Roll two dice, and if it's higher than the unit's bravery, one model in the unit is slain outright. Yep. Not bad. Hit a multi-wound unit, like yeah. uh, ogres or minotaurs, that's pretty brutal. Right. And they, a lot of times they have low bravery, too. Mm-hmm. And again, these guys are, are buffing your uh, acolytes as well, making them hit better on their yeah. Yeah. attacks. So you caster. want one of these guys kind of floating around. Mm-hmm. And they're 120 points, which is about standard for a, a hero. Yeah, um, the ogre counts for that wounds. caster, too, because it's all it says. Right. Yes, he's a wizard. Yeah, yeah. he's a wizard. Yeah, and then he has his own uh, spell, Infernal Flames. Casting value eight, uh, pick a visible enemy unit, roll one die for each model in the target unit that it was in, that is within 18 inches, and the unit suffers one mortal wound for each four or more. Wow. Yeah. That's pretty brutal. You just wipe out half of a unit of one moon models if they're within 18 inches. Yeah, it's the same as the um, Medusa's ability, the Bloodrack Medusa, because she, on a five up, I think it is, whatever the size of the unit, so great against mass units. Yeah, no, that's a really powerful spell. I mean, it's casting value eight, so it can be a challenge to get it off. But, yeah, that's quite good. What are these Zangor Skyfires? These guys look awesome. Yeah, they've got a 16 move on that disc and then a 24-inch range with a bow. So they can hit something 40 inches away from the start of their turn to the shooting phase. And I'm thinking it's going to come with a multi-kit with something they put in and that was in the game today, the um, Enlightened. And... I, this could be a multi-kit because the Enlightened can go on discs, but don't have to. And they kind of have some of the same look, and they look like they're on 40s, maybe. It's, it's tough to tell. I saw them on the table, and I was trying to figure it out. They're really gorgeous models. And, yeah. And, I mean, their they're bows, like you said, they have a 40-inch threat range. They're Rend 1, Rend one D3. D3. Yeah, hit on a 4. So it's almost like, here are my cannons. You're like, all right. Yeah, hit on a 4, uh, and I believe... They're 4 wounds apiece. Go ahead and hide them. They're, yeah. like, um, they're like Kurnoff Hunters. Yeah. Yeah, a hit character is a leader of the unit. Hits on a three. three. And you've got... They can fly, too, which is incredibly good. Mm-hmm. Add one to any hit roll with the Arrow of Fate. And these guys, they're kind of a yin-yang unit. Right. The, sky, the Skyfire ones are guided by the future. So in the combat phase, they can reroll failed hits to wound with the unit of Zangor Skyfires. If any unit within three inches of them have yet... Have attacked yet in that phase. So if nobody's attacked near them, they get a bonus. Uh, the enlightened is the other way around. If somebody has attacked near them, they get a bonus. Got it. So this, uh, these are beautiful models. They're uh, Zangor 
they're like Zingor champions on discs of Zinch with big giant uh, bows. They bows, look really yeah. cool. And yeah, they're not no. bad in melee either. No. They have a lot of attacks. Yeah. Almost better in melee than they are shooting. Well, the shooting is yeah, a 4-3 or a 3-3 three, three if you get them the right setup. But they get a lot of swings in melee, and that disc does a lot of pounding too. Yeah. I mean, they could have six attacks in melee. Yep. That's not bad. I mean, they're not, you know, the, the disc is actually pretty powerful. But yeah, D3 at a four and a three, rend one, D3, D3 damage. damage. That's really good. Is yeah. this a beefy unit? How many points do they cost? Uh, they are 160 for three. Okay. Same thing for the Enlightened. And we only saw the models on the table on Wednesday. They don't have them in the app yet. Or they have a little tiny picture in the app. They're not on the, the website yet, but they are in the app. So I snapped those rules off for us to look at. And again, these Zangor Enlightened are just the larger Zangors, right? Yeah, they're a little larger looking. Right. And they do can choose to go on discs. So I'm not sure why you wouldn't put them on a disc. I kept right. reading through the rules to see if there was a negative. Mm -hmm. There doesn't seem to be a negative for not going on a disc and right. getting all that movement. Right. Because the Enlightened can walk at six inches or they can jump on a disc and do 16 inches and right. get the disc extra attacks. Yeah, that's like the Sorcerers that can be mounted or not. And you're like, why yeah. would I not? It might be for people who just don't have the models. Yeah, that's got to be what it's yeah. for. At least with like a lot of the old sorcerers, the one on foot has a better spell. Or I yeah. should say a spell that's easier to cast. Right. Well, and your profile is lower. So yeah. if I'm a necromancer on a horse, I can be seen at a greater distance. Right. But as usually maybe, the increase in speed is well worth it. Yeah, right? I see these guys saying. are melee monsters. I would want them running up there. Right. They got a two-inch reach, two attacks, four, three, rend one, two damage with their base wow. weapon. Yep. And then they can peck at them like everybody else. All the gores have a beak attack that does one damage, so that's an extra one to throw in. Yeah, they look great. Uh, they do, and this kit is not out yet. This one will be, no. I believe, the following well, week. Well, they, uh, they said yeah. the pre-order, they sounded like the pre-order would be this weekend. I don't know that. Right, we don't know yet. They said the coming weekend, and they said that on Wednesday. Right. Uh, you know, I can extrapolate, but I wouldn't be surprised if I see it this week or next week. It's, right. They definitely said they're rounding out by the end of the month. So right. before, on the weekend of or the weekend before LVO, all the models will be available. Nice. No, they look so cool. And again, we should, we should, that's good. Remember, we're not, this is not going to be used at the LVO. Yeah, it is. No, it is. It is. It they're is. running it. Oh, did no, you clarify it, yeah, that? John, yeah, John, oh, okay. I asked John and he said, yeah, bring it, bring it on. So we have, we, but we haven't clarified that yet though. Because last no, week we said. We were going to ask. I'm glad you brought it okay, up. Okay, good. Because for the, for the 40K, we put the kibosh on anything new because right. it was, 40K is so much more complicated. Got it. Age of Sigmar, I asked John, okay. I was like, hey, what do you, what, how do you guys do it? Okay, He's like, good. yeah, no, it's fine, bring it. Yeah. Because yeah. last week on the podcast, we had said no. Well, and they mentioned no, no, we said we Monday. Were ask. Okay, good. So yeah. So then if you're planning on it, bring it. We're good then. Yeah, no. Perfect. He, he said he wanted good luck getting to them all painted. Yeah, good luck. Yeah. And if you do, hats off. Yeah. <laughs> Tip of the hat to you. Uh, he said he was hoping to see one of the new Lords yeah. of Change on the table. Mm, and you it hear is that, pretty. guys? If you're coming to the LVO, GW guys want to see one. So bring it and out there. There's the Zangor Shaman. He buffs a lot of the units. He hands out stuff. These right, are my favorite them. kinds of units, the support units. So what, what does he do? So he's got his Staff of Change, 2-inch Reach, Snarl Damage. He's got his Spell, and his Spell is one of those ones, D3 Mortal Wounds. For every model that dies, you can place a Zangor in an existing unit that's nearby or set up a new unit of however many. Wow, he also has a, a once per uh, battle, battle brew, the Sorceress Elixir. He drinks it, and then he can cast two spells and, and, just to re -roll, spell. and he can re-roll the... Um, the casting dice. Nice. That's so it, really good. He's yeah. like arcane bolt. Bow, bow. If you had a gore unit nearby that took a big hit and they're down, 
five models or so, you can cast that spell, do it twice, yeah, and at least get on average four of them back. That's that's really quite good. Yeah. Or if there's an enemy like a pesky unit you didn't finish off, hit them with the bolt twice and put them in the ground. Right. Hopefully. Yeah, you hope. Spending your one-time power, get it done. And again, awesome Zangor on a disc looks really cool. Um, yeah, it looks like that kit is going to be able to make all the different versions. Yeah, definitely appears that way. Yeah, and on their um, community site, they put up a picture of the new Blue Horrors and Brimstone Horrors. Mm -hmm. So you can stop overbidding on eBay for them. There you go. I kept toying with selling the ones I have on shelf. Right. Because people were paying 20 bucks and up for four little Brimstones. I'm mm -hmm. like, I got 20 sitting on the shelf. Gee, that's... I know. Uh, hmm. Well, they're, they're more reasonable. I mean, they're still very powerful, but they're more reasonable than Age of Sigmar. 40K right now, they're, they're a little bonkers, but... Yeah. Well, and you have to pay for them as reserves. So and if they come out, you yeah. got to put them on the table. Yes. And that's why they're reasonable. In 40k right now, at this point, they're just like, well, just whatever. It's it's too late. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's no reason to put points. The cows on them. are out there. There's yeah. no reason to collect there's them. There's no again. reason. Just just go with it. And so for for Age of Sigmar, at least they're like, okay, like we're gonna try to hold. We're gonna restrain ourselves now, guys. <laughs> <laughs> we're doing this right. Yeah, and yeah. a new changeling model which looks really great. So He's floating. Uh, they've got that same thing like they did with the. Uh, Shi'ar from Silver Tower, or they're floating on like a little piece it of looks, mist or something. That looks really amazing, the Changeling. Yeah. Yeah. Looking forward to getting one of those to put into my uh And 40k people, if you have the Changeling gray. in your army, mm -hmm. it's also yeah. going to be used too. So. Yeah, well, no, we every gamer has a, a yeah. shelf of gray <laughs> or still in the box models. And they put up more Lord of Change. Now that's with this, Hyro Spate Weaver variant. Looks really good. God, that's yeah. such a good model. And they had it on the table at the game. Um, in the Death Army, okay, what are the, the, the ghoul, giant ghouls, the Crypt Horrors? Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Crypt Horrors were kind of a little above its knee. That gives you a scale of it's what you're big. looking at. But I was looking at a, T, a, a small screen as I'm working after yeah. school. But it it looked, this thing is huge. It towered over everything else around it. I think it's, they said it's as big as the Arcan model. Yeah. In Which terms of height? Yeah. Yeah, Arcan was huge. And width because of the wings. Well, they, they were saying, uh, they say Arcan, I thought they said the Bloodthirster. And he it looks like, like it doesn't look as girthy as the Bloodthirster. But the Bloodthirster is also like leaping through the air. Right. It's like flying. Yeah. So he's like, he's elevated in height. Yeah. But um, the, the Lord of Change's wings go way up in the air. Yeah. yeah. This looks just, oh, God. It's spectacular. Nice. I know. I can't wait to see what, uh, like, Brandon in the paint studio, or Frontline Gaming Paint Studio, if you want to get it painted, uh, he uh, what he does with this. Because we yeah. know we're going to get this done for somebody soon. Right, yeah, yeah, right out the gates, oh, for sure. God. Really incredible. On the mic. Um, let's see what else we got. We got the book that we already talked we about. Talked about the book. So if yeah. you guys are fans of Black Library fiction, Nerf. and you know what, one thing that I really like about these these Legends of Age of Sigmar books that come out with the releases is it gives you a lot of background into the universe of Age of Sigmar, which is, has been a little rightly scant. said pretty scarce in content. We don't really know what the world is really shaped like. One thing with the old world with fantasy was you pretty much kind of knew what the world was like. It was Earth. Right? And and, yeah. and there was a lot of material written. To be fair, there was about 30 years of material written. But um, with Age of Sigmar, out of the gates at least, it was very confusing. Like, what? okay, so there's humans, there's elves. What do, what do they look like? Are they, who, you know? So at least with these books, um, and I, I personally have not read a lot of them, but from what I hear people who have, 
um, they say it really kind of fills in a lot of the details well, of how people live, what the life is like, what they look like, that kind right, of stuff. What the normal people are doing, and that's right. uh, and that's a big part of getting people connected to. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, the, mm-hmm. the lore and the realm, I and mean, that's why comic book heroes have very normal problems of being late for their job and missing a date and mm-hmm. etc. Because you want to make them as connecting as possible to the reader. Right. And if you don't know what Joe does when the Stormcast saved him, why do I care that he was saved? Yeah. Like, I want to read about, like, you know, Toothless Joe, who's in the militia, who, like, sees a Stormcast Eternal one time, and it's, like, the biggest deal of his life, and he tells his family for generations that he saw Stormcast Eternal. Because it's just, like, in 40K, when a guardsman sees a Space Marine, and we're just like, what the hell, I play Space Marines all the time. But in that universe, just seeing a Space Marine is like the biggest deal for their entire generation's life. Most citizens of the Imperium don't even believe Space Marines are real. And so that's what I like about it. So if you like that kind of stuff, I I would encourage you to pick up these kind of books. Because they really go into detail. And they they fill in kind of the gap where the battle tomes don't go into a lot of detail. And Scott, you were saying off air that this book is about the search for... um, Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, Cultists. So you've got the, the mortal realms. They're out there doing their thing. Uh, the free peoples have gone back out. Some of them were living out there and they're gathering in these cities where it's safe, where the Stormcast have created safe areas. The people from uh, the Lore of Heavens, Ezraheim, have come and they're living in these places. Mm-hmm. And of course, when you get communities together, you end up getting cultists. That's kind of the normal flow for a Warhammer story, right. where you get populations, you're going to end up cultists. And then they have witch hunters to hunt them down, and the story follows a particular witch hunter who's trying to figure out what's going on right before this attack of the Arcanite forces. Zinch is doing his best to undermine everything as he normally does and get in there to gain power over the realms, the other two. And in, in the setup for this, they talk about how Korn has had his time, Nurgle's had his time, now I'm ready. Right. And he's stepping out to do his thing. Yeah, Corn ran the show for a long time. Yeah, he was the, the catalyst for everything, uh, for the whole uh, Dawn of Chaos, the Age of Chaos. Um, and, and this, I do like this in that right now in the Age of Sigmar, uh, really it is now about the Stormcast Eternals are out there taking back the realms, and we kind of see all these these other races, the normal races, I guess you would say, the humans, the elves, the dwarves, the warden, whatever you want to call them, they're all kind of moving back into normal life. And then that's kind of where we are in the universe of Age of Sigmar, which is yeah, kind of cool. It's, it's more normal. Right. It's, it's yeah. more, I like that a little bit better than like people living in like upside down castles, you know, on, <laughs> in the, on the bottom of a lake and stuff. That's harder for me to kind of get behind. Yeah. Well, normal city life and stuff is cool. One of the other tidbits the author added here is there is a um, chamber of Stormcast there, mm. and they are very, uh, very much zealots in their way of doing things so many of the people in the city when these strange things are happening don't want to go talk to them because they'll just in in proper 40k fashion just purge right areas to to make sure they get it so the people who live there don't want to necessarily get they don't them want to them unless up. they have to <laughs> yeah so it's kind of one of those there's some strange stories so don't tell them yet until we know it's a problem Cause right because when they come yeah. they 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 will bring the thunder so to speak they're a little isis yeah you know yeah and yeah. that's that is a funny thing about the uh, stormcast eternals is that every single uh, chapter of theirs, for lack of a better word, uh, chamber. Uh, chamber, the chamber, sorry, not chapter. But every yeah. chamber is is yeah, what is formed for in like specific tasks in mind, and they all kind of are like unique, just for like chapters. Yeah, uh, one yes. of the favorite quotes for people who were playing the game when it wasn't popular was from one of the books, and they're more of a religious group, and it was always only the faithful. Mm-hmm. Um, I know when they did uh, a couple of the tournaments 
in uh, England. They gave out shirts, only the faithful. It was a normal chant uh, from a couple of the podcasts. So that is pretty funny, actually. Like, and it, now it's going to be like, oh, I was one of the faithful, a newcomer. <laughs> like, okay, no room for nerd elitism. Uh, whatever. Too small. Break out your models and yeah. play. I don't care. Right. It's all good. Uh, well, then let's jump in and start talking about the top standings for the Age of Sigmar ITC. How, yes. how deep do we want to go on each list? I kind of made an extra. You know, no, this is perfect. This okay. is, I usually yep. we usually go top ten, and then we do the top for each yeah. uh, faction and then team. Uh, currently, uh, top ten, Age of Sigmar, coming in. Only about two weeks to go from the LVO, which is mind-boggling. I right. can't believe it is already here again. But uh, here we go. Mm -hmm. uh, top ten, currently Garrett Mulroney, who has been in first place pretty much the entire season. Yep, And he's got a, a, a close person behind him, Tyler Hamill. He's been at a couple of my... Uh, uh, events and he's uh, using Bretonians. Oh actually. wow, nice. Yeah. Well done. Uh, Tyler is only 12 points behind Garrett, so that's yeah. very close. And a lot of, obviously with a, a 90 some odd person tournament at the LVO, I think we, I'm hoping we crack 100. We're just shy, but it looks like. Um, right. If I'm you hoping guys are we do on the fence. Please get your tickets. Come to Vegas. Yeah. Let's yeah. do it. Let we, us, we may let's not hit 100 because we obviously there was people who had to get a, a, yeah. a refund or switch or right. whatever. We, we sold over time. 100 tickets, but right. actual registered right now is just over 90. Right. Um, but still, it's going to be the biggest Age of Sigmar tournament in the United States. Yeah. So that's going to be a big impact on scores, clearly. Mm -hmm. But uh, we got Gar uh, Gregory Haven in third. Fourth is Logan Mulroney, Garrett's brother. Mulroney brothers. Fifth, we have Donna uh, Fuhrhelm. Sixth, John Fuhrhelm, a husband and wife combo. Never nice. had that in the rankings before, although they've been in the top 10 all season. Yeah. Uh, Mike Fox is in seventh, also a 40 K convert. Yep. Yeah. He has a uh, beautiful army. I'm beautiful sure. Beautiful army. Yeah. yeah. It's, um, he does. I talked to him quite a bit at that uh, tournament. Yeah. 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 He's uh, got the Sylvaneth with some, uh, beautiful. wood elf. I'm sorry. Uh, beautiful. Wanderers. Yeah. Backing him up in a kind of four season theme. Yeah. Right, that's my is four season. Dang it. Mike, you stole my Absolutely idea. gorgeous. Well, don't, Much don't put yours next to his. <laughs> he is, he is a hobbyist first. Yeah. He's He's good. Good. His He's orcs in 40 K are just gorgeous. Mike, much better than races. Okay. <laughs> that's not true. Alex Ramirez is in eighth. Ninth, we have Raymond Amuda. And 10th, we have Luis Alcala. And those bottom two only are at two events. So. There you go. Yeah. Well, it's the first season for Age of Sigmar, so it's, I, there's probably going to be a lot of that. Yeah. Yes. Going to be a lot of that. Uh, top team, we have the less Left Coast Corsairs. Can Hammer in second, and SoCal Age of Sigmar in third. Isn't that your team? That, that would be us, yeah. Nice. Uh, I'm not helping them much, but but well, I guess I am. I'm running the things. They're getting the points. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just not playing. You're, help, you're so. helping a lot. That's uh, my <laughs> role on Team Zero Cop yeah. these days. Uh, top um, Chaos Grand Alliance is uh, Garrett Mulroney, unsurprisingly. He plays Corn uh, Bloodbound as well. Yeah. Uh, they're, they're good if you can get all those synergies together. Yep, mm -hmm. absolutely. Top Death player, Joseph Urban, who is not in the top 10. I find that interesting. Uh, Destruction, Ben Nelson, also not in the top 10. So everyone in the top 10 is Order and Chaos. Hmm. Yeah, they have a lot of love. Top Order player is Tyler Hamill. Well done, guys. And then we have some upcoming events uh, coming very soon here. Most of these are this coming weekend. We are right. 21st and 22nd. So if you are nearby, please go and support because yep. that's how we grow this thing. Yep. Uh, Age of Sigmar January 2017 tourney at Game Haven in St. George, Utah. The Windy Realm Event 2 at Everything Games, Buffalo Grove, Illinois. Empires at War at Game Empire, Pasadena, California. That's a I'll local, be at that one. Local-ish event. Uh, Age of Sigmar tournament number one in Brooklyn, New York. 
indicating that there's going to be a number two. I like it. That's right. I like the confidence. Mm-hmm. And then we have an Age of Sigmar refresher at Autos, Video Games, and More in Bakersfield, California. So that is a lot of events we've got going on this weekend. Right. Yeah, they all dry up right before LVO, I noticed. Yeah. yeah. I it's the, that yeah. weekend before the 28th, there was nothing because I was I last week we did the next two weeks because you don't have nearly as many as 40K. Yeah. I know you guys can't read that because everyone I'm going to look no, at it. It's just a crazy many. list. Yeah. And here there's not as many, so I was trying to get the next weekend, and there's nobody next week. They're all there's a lot happening after LVO. So right, right. Keep tuned. You'll you'll definitely have some place to play soon enough. Yeah, it, it's it's obviously gaining steam, and we have had so many people switch over. Like half those names are all 40k guys and gals that I know. Um, it, it's it's growing. It's gaining in popularity, which is exciting. And we are currently working uh, with some really awesome local guys on looking for a venue for a uh, either SoCal Open or San Diego Open. We haven't decided what to call yeah. it yet. Mm. Um, and I feel comfortable dropping the hints at this point because we're actively negotiating with a number of venues. One of the places we're looking at is actually the San Diego Convention Center. Nice. And out of curiosity, what season would that be? Winter, uh, spring, fall. summer, fall? Oh, good. Fall. Because I'm trying to do a GT in summer, and I'd hate to oh, yeah. lap too. Yeah. You would crush us with your the, steam, the to, juggernaut. I'd, I'd have to cancel and run away. No. <laughs> We, we are looking in the fall, and uh, Excellent. We, it'll be 40K and Age of Sigmar, mm-hmm. and uh, it's going to be a beefcake, like hundreds of people tournament. Yeah. Uh, we feel confident that the, the Southern California, because we could draw on all of California, mm-hmm. uh, New Mexico, Nevada. Well, uh, who wouldn't want to come down here just for the weather Who wouldn't want to come to San Diego? Yeah, okay. it's it, beautiful. Back where you are, it's starting to get slushy yeah. and wet and yeah. messy. You can just come here and enjoy an extended version of your summer. Yeah, the fall is the best yeah. time of the year in San Diego. There will uh, be dress code required. It's going to be flip-flops, tank flat, top. Flat brim hat, uh, tap out shirt. I'm out. Okay. Uh, Sorry, okay. Scott, you're out. <laughs> That'd be the Riverside Open. Yeah. Oh. oh. <laughs> uh, the Inland oh, Empire Open. Really? Oh. <laughs> I used to live in... That's a California joke. Most people are going to be like, what is they talking they don't about? They get it. Yeah. Uh, it's a California joke, but... Um, you got to drive your lifted truck. Just think about someplace outside of your main city where Saturday. there's lots of trucks and you'll... Yeah. You, you, you'll well, it's, it's not even like it's not even like country. It's its own unique thing. It's like where the metal militia is from. Mm. Metal um, militia shirts encouraged. Yeah, and there's nothing wrong with that. We're just we're teasing. Nope. It's a it's an inside joke for Californians. Yep. Um, I would like it though. If we called it SoCal Open Bra. Bruh. Yeah. Come and yeah. play at the SoCal Open Bruh. Yeah. Maybe a picture Scott, of a Space Marine and a with a Stormcast. Space Marine wearing colored. Yeah. You know, drink with an umbrella. We'll get you know what we'll get Mariana behind that. Space Marine wearing spaghetti tank. Ooh, um, yeah. or deep V. Yeah, some shorts. With some uh, flip-flops. Yeah. I like I it. I like it. I I'm into that. it. Yeah. I'm into Done. that. But uh, yeah, <laughs> just be kind of keep your eye on that, and we'll obviously let you guys know more as it develops, but that will be a big event. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, there's, there's a dearth of large GTs in, in Southern California, and there used to be yep. a ton. There used to be a ton of them. There used them. to be a Games Workshop one. Yeah, yep. I mean, there used to be, oh, man, that we used to go to four or five a year here. Yeah. And now easily yeah. within a few hours they here or there kind of evaporated. I mean, the broadside bash, those guys are going strong. They're double digit. Oh, so I want to make it to Every that year. this year. Yeah. And I had to cancel last year at the last minute. I had friends coming into town and my wife's like, yeah. you can't leave friends are here. I'm like, but I, I got no. So I had to stay. It's a, we it go, happens. we go every year. It's, it's a spring. A, it's staple. a great yeah. event. Um, it's a very soft score event, mm-hmm. which there's nothing wrong with that whatsoever, but there is no competitive GT. No. in the area anymore and there used no. to be the socal smackdown the socal slaughter um oh god there was so many yeah i can't LA, even remember them all yeah. yeah 
people will run one once, maybe not be able to do it again. There were a lot of people trying to start because it was just so popular. Yeah, and a lot of people moved out of the state. Like a lot of guys that used to have all the resources, the terrain and everything. Uh, you know, California's expensive to live and, and they moved out to Texas or, or whatever the case may be. And so it, now there's, there's a vacuum and we've always wanted to do one here. And I think um, it's all coming together. So nice. that will be pretty cool when we can uh, nail down the dates and all that stuff. Yeah, uh, that means we might have one on three seasons of the year yeah. down here. Yep. Because um, uh, I will be helping the people at uh, the Broadside. Yeah. Gosh, they they called about or emailed me about doing some Sigmar. I don't know if they want a nice. one day or a two day. I'm obviously going to push for as much as they'll give me because right. I, I love the game and I want to see people come and enjoy themselves. But if that pulls it off, we'd have a summer one, we'd have a fall one, and we'd have a spring one, That'd which be, would be great. And it really could be cool. season themed. That, that would be even better. Yeah, even better. And it's just like, and we'll, we'll wrap it up after this. But just to kind of sell it a little bit, not that it needs selling, but. Uh, coming here is such an awesome experience because the weather is perfect that time of the year. Yep. It's absolutely a beautiful city. I, I love San Diego. Uh, it's an easy place to come for a vacation. All the California cities have their own character. Yeah. You've got to visit them all. Yeah, and, and San I Diego. I like San Diego the best, but. Me too. It's just a beautiful place, and it'd be an easy sell to your family. Like, hey, honey. Mm-hmm. Would you like to go on a little mini vacation down to the beach in San Diego? And yeah. that's not one that too many people are going to say no to. And it's yep. it's an affordable city to come to. Uh, lots yeah. of flights. The airport's located right in the city. You can stay in the city or at the beach. There's high-end and mid-end yep. hotels all over the place. And yep. There's a, a decent Legoland. transit system as long as you're staying to the major yeah. metro areas. Yeah. Yeah, the, the, the trolley is uh, pretty dang good. There's it's a lot good. of... Um, it's not great for the people who live here because it doesn't connect things, but as far as the valley and motels and downtown yeah. and all the venues, it goes at all those. Yeah, jo- Jason takes the trolley into work every day. Sometimes. I do. Sometimes. Well, yeah, I do. Not, <laughs> not as much, but yes. Yeah. So at any rate... Uh, <laughs> yeah, let's wrap this up before we do any more faux pas. <laughs> or yeah. you, you do often... I do, yeah. I don't, I don't know why I said that, but yes, I do. At any rate, uh, that is it for the show, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us on episode 28 of... The Ninth Realm. Again, Scott, thank you so much for joining Thanks us. Thanks for having me. No, it's a pleasure. Mm-hmm. We're so busy right now. Like, we're almost over the hump. The LVO's in sight. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, too so weeks. many pink slips. No, 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 no. We love having you. Please <laughs> no, feel, I think come, you, I think come anytime uh, you want. Yeah, as long as you're available, I think you're, you're yeah, good. Yeah, I work my way in the back door. I keep doing research and, yeah. and sending Jason, the, this is what I found, this is what's going on. No, he goes, well, do you want to talk about that? Yeah, I can do that. Yeah, Greatly appreciate it. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'll talk to you later. Greatly appreciate it. <laughs> so it would just, like right now, it's just so it's nuts. It's yeah. so nuts. But um, we might have some other really cool news to share. I don't want to talk about it just yet, but mm-hmm. we're, in, we're in negotiations. Frontline Gaming might be growing again. Ooh, so oof, we'll again. keep that one We'll keep that one a little bit of a mystery for now. Pablo's pregnant? How'd you know? Uh, I, wow. I could tell. He was yeah. Because so <laughs> you're the father? <laughs> oh. uh, anyway. Yeah, well. No, that's the Sonat Show. My bad. <laughs> so anyway, guys, thank you so much for tuning in. We hope you enjoyed the show, and we will talk to you next week. See ya.